What's up, Internet? You're tuning in episode 36 of the Steam Deck Podcast, Flip Screen Games Weekly Podcast, all about Valve's portable PC powerhouse, the Steam Deck. I am your host, Pete and Bessie, joined as always by my partners in Steam Deck-related crimes, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello, hello. And Mr. Max Wright. Ahoy, ahoy. I feel like I want to mix it up for that, for, for, seeing as you've mixed up the entire intro to this, that I should mix up my... Uh... Yeah, something other, like something else naval-related. I think it works the best on this show because it's like, you know, like full steam ahead, right? Like oh, yeah. Steam, steamboat, steam deck. Like, like, I feel like there's plenty of room for nautical puns all right, when it comes like to the steam that. deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to change it for the other ones then. Locked it in. <laughs> locked it in. <laughs> I'm glad we could figure that out today, boys. Uh, but yeah, we've got a good we got a good show ahead of you. Uh, we've got um, some some rumors about a thermal revision for the Steam Deck, which Steve is going to break down for you guys in just a second. And then, of course, uh, the news that Proton 8.0 is released. So obviously, that is uh, quite a big development, and uh, I'm sure uh, I'm sure Steve can tell us all about it because I, I, I I'm imagining that you and the rest of the Tinkers are pretty excited about this. This is a show of Steve explaining concepts to us. That's yeah. what, and that's you and I sit is. there and we're like, oh, that's cool. That's really good. <laughs> Every that's... week, we're like, guys, we think some massive stuff's happened, but neither of us understand it. Luckily, Steve's here to explain it all to us like we're children. <laughs> and then by the end, we're like, yeah, 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 cool. What, cool. what, do you, what happens when I'm not around? What do you talk about? We skip, we skip specific things. <laughs> <laughs> things there was definitely... The we last episode, yeah, the last episode that was just me and Max. There was a, a segment that we we pushed because we were like, ah, it was the SMT update. We were like, <laughs> oh yeah, the SMT stuff. Yet, I remember so we that, can yeah. just skip this because oh, we don't know what it means. And I could, like, I could try and blag it, but like, I don't, I don't want to mislead like, anyone. I know it's important, but I can't explain it to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I know the one time that I try and blag it and just like read off of like, if you were to give me like crib crib notes and i was to read off of it i know that someone in a comment would be like oh hey max you're just an expert on this can you tell me about the thermal throttling of yada yada and i'd go oh no no and, no and i couldn't you also run into the problem right where like the whole format of the show right works because it's like okay steve brought this interesting thing we'll lob mm -hmm. it to him he'll explain it we ask some questions you'll if you introduce the topic and then i'm like oh so what is that what does that mean for the casual user max and you're like ah i <laughs> we do are... not know <laughs> We are the straight guys. That's who. That's that's our part in this. Yeah, yeah. Not in, not in. I realized. I realized what I've. Uh, I mean, it works on two levels. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's jump Please. into the thermal revision conversation. <laughs> this is actually a podcast about the Steam Deck, right? Uh, so this this story. Um, started uh getting some traction over on the steam deck subreddit um and uh it's like some some photos of what appears to be a new um it's like a shot of the steam deck motherboard with some new thermal solutions and you know some um some like i don't know there's like a couple different little hardware updates here uh that i can see and i know steve you broke it down here there's like we're looking at a new fan we're looking at um some different numbers on the boards too like what do you what do you make of these changes like how significant does this look to you yeah i mean it's a pretty big revision it's the biggest revision we've seen internally the other revisions we've seen they put some foam on the back panel 
um, and that allowed them to go back to using delta fans because that mitigated the whine noise. It kind of just pushes the fan in. And if you send your unit in for RMA, that's essentially what they do to fix it. They just put a new back panel on now. Um, but this is completely different. Um, we've got a different fan design. We've got a different shape motherboard. The heatsink um, looks different. According to the commenter, there was no thermal pad between the heatsink and the uh, EMI shield now. Um, you'll notice if uh, if you look at the photos as well, the EMI shield is now this kind of black metal rather than the the just shiny metal that you had to like take the piece of tin off of, like the tape, tin tape off of if you ever wanted to get to the uh, SSD. Uh, there's some cables now hidden underneath the battery that were previously exposed above the battery, which makes um, some repairs more tricky, some repairs easier. It looks like you're not going to have to pull off a piece of tape to get to an SSD or to replace like the Wi-Fi chip anymore. Um, but some other repairs might be a little bit trickier because you will have to remove the battery in its entirety in order to get further down now. Um, but it's interesting because this was from uh, the Chinese forum Baidu. Apparently someone bought their, their Steam Deck and there's been a few pictures that have been posted. There's a bunch over on the uh, Steam Deck Discord as well where people were, were talking about it. And the third picture, I think, is the one that's most interesting for me over on Reddit. Uh, which shows it on top of the like um, the cut. You remember like when you got your Steam Deck, it had that like welcome piece of paper. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you can kind of see that underneath it. Because initially, I thought, well, if the revision numbers, because the motherboards marked revision C and the daughter boards are marked revision B, whereas the current boards are revision E and F. Um, so that's obviously an older revision. So I initially thought, well, maybe this was like a uh, uh, a prototype that got out into the wild somehow, but it looks like there's potentially a few of them out there now. There's been a couple of posts over on, on Reddit. There's obviously been the posts on Baidu. Um, so it looks like there's potentially a few of these floating around the place. So I'm, and if it's being shipped with that translated welcome sheet, obviously Asia's the newest market for the Steam Deck. I can't right. imagine that this is an old prototype. Well, that was initially my thinking was, oh, well, one of the dev units got, got out. I mean, it could be faked, it, but I don't know why someone would go to this length to, to fake it because it's, you know, it's, it's interesting, but it's not like it's uh, anything groundbreaking. It's a new fan design. Yeah, yeah. It, it, feels like, um, it feels like a strange thing to try and make a hoax out of because it's like it's not so electric that like it... it you, you see that like potential for virality, you know, it's kind of just like, yeah, this is interesting. Um, but it's, it's only interesting to like a fraction of a fraction. Very, of, uh... very small niche <laughs> number of people. Yeah. Who are potentially who, who have a steam deck and then are even interested in what the steam deck looks like inside to the yeah. point where they might listen to a podcast about it or go on a subreddit. Um, but for, for the majority of people, it's not. I think there's probably a few reasons why they're doing this. I hope that that fan, which looks very much just like a laptop fan, is two things. One, easier to replace and cheaper with a generic part. And so you don't have to buy a Delta fan or uh, I think it's the Huayong fan for, from iFixit anymore in order to replace the part. You can just go and get one from any laptop. And I hope it's quieter and more efficient. So... I think that's probably the reason why they've they've uh, made the revision, if that's the the case, is to make it 
probably quieter. It's the one of the biggest complaints people have about the Steam Deck is the thing is really loud, especially if you had one of those early models with a Delta fan yeah. like I do. Uh, and this could potentially mitigate it. This is the similar look, similar looking fan that is used in the ROG Ally that we saw from the breakdown photos that they posted, and a similar looking fan that's in the Switch as well. It's a pretty common kind of design where you have like the fan and it like exhausts the air up. Um, and someone put together like an overlay of the current fan and the the new fan. Steve, real quick, and, can you confirm um, for me that the image you have in the document is the image you're referencing? Because I'm trying to open the imager link and it will not open. Yeah, I had the issue. You have to um, open it in incognito mode and it's a GIF. I don't know why it wouldn't Got open it. me, but I open it in incognito mode and it works. Okay. Yes. Cool. I'll pull so it up that, so people can see it for themselves. That, yeah. <laughs> that image is the, the new fan and then the older, um, I think it's the Delta fan overlaid over the top so you can see the size difference. It, there's not actually that big of a difference in in terms of size but it looks like more of a generic part um i'd be very interested if someone gets their hands on one of these and is able to do a bit of a comparison in terms of um both like how efficient is it is it keeping the, the steam deck cooler are we seeing those performance gains and also like how loud is this thing are we getting rid of any kind of wine are we getting rid of like fan does the fan not need to kick in until later on um but it seems like if this is true it's a pretty significant change that valve has has just quietly made um and potentially is going to the komodo um retailers out in asia before it gets shipped around the rest of the world i wonder how long it is until we see one over here and maybe we see one over here and we can actually have a conversation with someone and get these sort of tests out of them it could even come out of of asia Anyway, this sort of information, but um, the interesting question is like, I, th- I think the interesting question is like, if you were to order a Steam Deck now, is this what you would get? Yeah, that's that's what I'm right? wondering. But I wonder if, if like Steve said, they're focusing this new one on the Asia market for now, and then uh, you know maybe then they'll, maybe, they'll do it over here. But I'm wondering um, if I'm wondering if there wasn't because I mean I, I that there'd be a, a question I guess worth answering there in terms of like. Um, how many places are manufacturing them at this point? Because our understanding early on was that it was really only like one facility that was making them. Mm-hmm. So the idea, and again, right, I, I'm just an armchair commentator. So I, I know nothing about like what production of a large scale rollout of like a worldwide product is like, but I, I don't see it making a ton of sense. The idea of like, okay, let's uh, roll out this new version in a brand new market and not, in the existing markets, like I would think it would be a, you know, in the same way that we saw, um, you know, what, uh, just a few months ago, right? Sony made revisions to the interior of the PS5, where if you buy a PS5 now, it's going to have different interiors than the ones that Steve and I have from launch. But you'd, ha- you'd have no idea just looking at it externally. It looks like the same thing. And that's the same thing here. And it operates the, Steam Deck the same is, way. It looks ideally. the same way. Yeah. Yeah, but that one we did see was um, way, I think it was Austin Evans on YouTube managed to get hold of one pretty early on. And he was able to find out that one, the motherboard is way, way smaller in size and has clearly Mm -hmm. gone down to a different uh, nanometer process. And it's more efficient because of that. It's drawing way less power. Um, So I would imagine there's some kind of gain here. They're not going to switch over to a new design for no reason. It's either cost saving or the the performance gains on this or the the quality of life gains on this. Or ideally both. 
you know, like that's also a possibility that they like found a better part that was a better fit. And, you know, they were able to get some deal right for the next several years. This will be what goes in the Steam Deck, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm sure you're right. I'm sure that the reason they made this was to either, you know, cut costs and improve their profit margin or like you said, hopefully to <laughs> address one of, I think, the most common issues that at least early adopters seem to have with the deck. Right. Like, I don't particularly think of the fan as being like a, a major issue but um which fan did you get which I, I, have, you get? I have from the wave right after the one you have where they they made the first revision with the yeah but it fan. tells you in the it'll tell you in the hardware now on the steam deck you can actually find out exactly I, what parts you've got i remember because you you brought this up once and we looked it up and that's why i remember it was like yeah, i don't have I've the got super a noisy fan. one I have the whatever the one that came after the Delta one was. Um, yes, my dad has that fan too, and it's significantly different different in terms of tone. It's more of like a lower pitch roar, which is a, why it doesn't. I don't think it bothers me. Is like it, it whereas it, mine has a whine. It, it doesn't have a, that hiss. The, yeah, reminds me of the the PS4, like being off in a corner somewhere. Uh, yes, it very much sounds like that. Yeah. It's, like, it's it like does, a space oh, heater, you know. Like yeah, it's just like it a nice up. dull, like brown noise, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would hate. I'd hate that on trying to play. That's the fan I've got. So I, yeah. I'm I've been considering replacing my fan for for a while now. I'm on the watch list on iFixit, waiting for the fan to come back in stock. I think everyone bought them all up, um, and it's uh, I've not been able to get watch get list hold of one yet. List. Watch list sounds yeah. that sounds like you what you've done something wrong well it says like when you watch or well, well, i guess it's like email me when it's, it's a waiting list, right like yeah, yeah, i think list. it's yeah, like whatever. god steve on a watch list like, we yeah, won't sell him like anything. yeah he's, our eyes. He's, keep our eyes on that guy <laughs> he's but building he's building illegal steam decks <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm the one making these new uh thermal revisions it's not valve at all i'm shipping them all over to, to china <laughs> um I'm waiting though to do the fan and the SSD and potentially swapping out the sticks for the Gilly Kit Hall effect. You gonna lower it all too, in or? one hit? I, am I gonna what? Lower it? No, you gonna lower I it? Wanna, <laughs> I do want to overclock and undervolt it. I'm gonna plan on doing that at some point um, to see if I can finally get the Last of Us to yeah, play. Make sure you document well. all that stuff because I, I I think people would be very interested into like seeing that process. I know I would, um, especially as somebody who like is increasingly wanting to be braver about doing those things, but it's still like, ah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I want to watch still somebody open do it. Joy cons. Like, I feel like you should maybe do that before you That's take a the good back start. off of, uh, Especially because dude, the last, the last time I opened up a controller, stuff got messy, you know, <laughs> like it got like a sticky button and stuff. It's like a whole problem. You know, it's like, I don't I, know. Man. I'm, I'm looking forward to when Steve has changed everything in his Steam Deck and we have like an entire episode that's just a theological debate about whether Steve has the same Steam Deck. Or yeah, it's like, or you, brand it's like when you replace deck. enough parts on a car that they force yeah. you to change your registration plate. Oh, the, what is it? The, the yeah. ship of Theseus, right? Is, uh... Or Trigger's Broom <laughs> is the, I think, the the better... Yes, uh, Trigger's Broom. Trigger's yeah, people won't get that reference. He won't get that the British, British people will. <laughs> it's so cute when you guys get a get a little moment like that for me and the 90 percent of our audience that lives in america (laughs) (laughs) you guys are missing out on good good classic sitcoms you know what can i say but yes ship of theseus is the the preferred steam deck of theseus yes yeah (laughs) yeah how many parts do you have you, to replace before it's no longer your same your same Steam Deck? I mean, it's, I feel like you could probably do everything. Right? Yeah, you could you could buy pretty much every part of a Vifix and, and assemble 
one from pieces, I would expect at this point, if you really wanted to. It would probably cost you a significant amount more because you can probably buy all the yeah. parts, like motherboards, fans. We should do teams, that. That should be a video, Steam. We should buy all the raw parts of Steam Deck <laughs> and then see Building if you can put Steam it together. From scratch. I bet That's it costs over well. a grand at that point. I bet it costs over a grand. But I mean, it's not about cost effectiveness. It's about it's for the art, you know? Like, I just want to see if you can do it. <laughs> it's called Content Steve. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. No, never. I, I'm I'm curious though. Would something like this be enough to get you to upgrade your Steam Deck? And uh, if it was significantly quieter, and maybe got performance gains because of it. Um, I guess it depends on what kind of gains you're talking about. Like, because if we're talking about like like significantly like five to ten percent, I would imagine. Yeah, and it's like that to me feels like too small of an amount. Not to say that it's insignificant and that Valve shouldn't do it, but it's like. Um, I've always kind of been that way with consoles, you know, um, is like, I am often an early adopter and like, I will only go for a revision if there's like a really significant reason to get a revision, you know, like I had a, a mm, regular wide Spider-Man logo on it. Exactly. That is a, like the one right behind me. You get it. That's a significant upgrade. It has Spider-Man logo and it came with a cool controller. That's a great reason. Also, you know, significant bump in performance right like not a huge huge leap like if there wasn't a really sick ps4 pro that i wanted i don't know that i would have gone out of my way to upgrade but i I was happy that i did um but like i never got a game boy advance sp was perfectly fine with my my regular sp i had a launch 3ds the entirety of that life cycle um so like my desire 3ds plus whatever they were called new 3ds never got one You know, and it's like, granted, I have more money now, so I'm way more like uh, open to being like, like I bought an OLED switch because I was like, well, you know, that seems kind of cool. Metroid on that would be fun. Um, So I'm like, I feel like I am willing to make an upgrade for something like that, where it's like, oh, like this is a much better screen or this has significantly improved processing power. But like a bump of like five, 10 percent is great, but. To me, that feels like when they did the first revision of the Switch, and it's like, it has a slightly better battery life. And it's like, that's a great quality of life thing, but I'm not going to buy a whole new console over it. You know, like, just doesn't necessarily feel like the value's there for me yet. Whereas, you know, the I'll, I'll be there day one when Valve is like, hey, here's our next round of Steam decks, and it's got a better screen. It is a, got a little bit more under the hood. It has better, you know, more storage, better battery life, like, I would happily go in for an upgrade, but I want to feel like I'm getting bang for my buck, you know, especially because I like the base Steam Deck experience. Like if I had all these problems with it, sure, but I don't, I like it a lot. You know, I think it is a really, really great piece of tech. Yeah, I I kind of agree. I think it does exactly what they, they promised, which was targeting 720p at 30 frames per second. And it's even overachieved that for me in most games. I can hit like 40 frames per second at 720p, which I'm really happy about. I feel like my experience um, has been 60 FPS for most games anyway. Like, I feel like I've just made the necessary sacrifices or I've just chosen games that run that well. Some um, Yeah, some games are fine. I think for me, I, I like some of the graphical like improvements that you get when you dip down to 30 or 40 FPS versus going all the way up to 60, especially when the screen's that close to my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and some games you just can't, you know, some games can't even hit 30 at low settings. I'm looking at you, The Last of Us. I'm still I mean, trying, still trying. 
I, I can't believe how good some games do look on it though. Like I like I've been playing Persona Five. Um, with the next episode of the Game Club is is coming up uh, really soon, and like that game runs is so incredibly well on Steam Deck. Like I'm at 720 60 FPS, and it like on that size of a screen that close to my face that looks gorgeous like it looks better than it looked yeah. on my ps4 pro you know <laughs> running at a, that's a, like a higher perfect um, resolution game to run handheld as well i always felt like those games played best in handheld like p4g on the yeah. vita was so good it's right Such at home good experience it's very cozy yeah and i mean that's the thing right like with the dock like if i do feel like playing it on the tv like it's easy you know and like it it that experience translates really well I personally haven't uh i i just you know when i was first introduced to the steam deck and the dock was sort of like part of that initial reveal for me of of you know okay it functions like a switch does and i don't um necessarily know that the dock has lived up to its standard in that way like no, i had a conversation not. a few weeks ago where i had some cool mm-hmm. experience with the dock and it certainly has a use case um but i don't think that using it for like you say they're like oh i'm really enjoying this experience of this game that looks really good on this small screen and runs really well but as soon as i put it on the uh you know even doom eternal which which runs everywhere you know when i put as soon as i put it into the dock it's like oh, that's not a great experience it, you know, persona is the only yeah. game i've had where it's perfect where it's yeah. like exactly uh, the see, way I've, want it. I've had some like uh vampire survivors cult of the lamb oh, yeah. smaller right. titles like that yeah. right? cult of the lamb works really well that way too i'll give you yeah that was another one that translated the- well and they're nice to play on TV every now and again, or if you want to show someone. I also play like FMV games or like horror games on the TV as well. They're also really good. And sometimes you can only get those on Steam. Like if they're smaller indie titles, they're not released anywhere else. So it's nice to be able to play that. And I think the dock's good if you want to play with a keyboard and mouse, obviously. It's a, it's a good way to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would agree with you, Max. I don't think it's lived up to the expectations. It's still missing features, which we've which I've spoken about at length. And yeah. Uh, uh, the more and more I think about it, and the more and more of these competitors that are coming out, the more I think it was a miss that um, the Steam Deck doesn't support eGPUs. And I and you know I think if the dock did support that, that you could just plug in an external GPU, then it would give you the oomph that you need to power 4K. To yeah. Uh, I just want that so bad. I hope that that's something that they're thinking about for a successor. Like it would be so cool if you know the next Steam Deck. Steam Deck 2, whatever you want to call it, um, did have the ability for you to just leverage the dock to kind of do um, that thing that I feel like people have talked about since the Switch was revealed, where it's like, oh, is the dock going to have like a power boost yeah, or something like that? It's like thing in there, yeah. And I think that would work really well with the docking station if like what you said, right? If, if you were able to like um, support those external um, drivers and then like just plug them in and just have it be that kind of seamless when you plug it in the steam deck knows to offload to whatever's plugged into this specific port or whatever like that would be so awesome and it would be so cool to be able to elevate the docked experience to be something that is more you know quote-unquote next gen i think it's a cool idea it just makes the 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 cost of the whole thing very very expensive uh for sure but hey, I mean that's what it does. But that's when you can go piecemeal, right? You can go and you can buy the Steam Deck, then you buy the dock later. You may already have like an old GPU lying around if you'd recently upgraded your gaming rig, or you can buy something like uh, the forty seventy has gone down to like five hundred dollars already in like a week. Like no one wants that thing. You can <laughs> just plug one of those in. Yeah, like, and I I think that's the fun thing is 
because you're not wrong, right? That like that definitely does like greatly increase um the cost, but it's a modular thing. It's an optional thing. It's like uh and I think that's the fun of the Steam Deck is the ability to kind of like go as far and as deep as you want with it. Like, yeah, the base experience is great, but if you do want to play 4K 60 FPS off of your Steam Deck, this is a way you can do it, right? And this is a way that you can kind of um take things to the next level if that's you know what you're interested in. Um, that would be cool. It would be really cool to be able to like power it up to the size of like a way more expensive rig over time you know mm-hmm. well we'll talk more about this as uh as it comes you know i think uh we're very interested in in any of these kinds of developments just because i i think like how transparent they are about the development of the steam deck makes the stuff that they don't come out and say even more interesting because it's like why like why why you know what is the change here why aren't you communicating it the way you have other things and you know there's so much. Yeah, I mean, they even said when they changed the fans, they said that they were looking into it, and then they made the revisions. Like we came out in that interview that they spoke about. Oh, we've changed some things already. Like we changed the fans, we changed the buttons, we did X, Y, and Z. So it's interesting that if this is true, they haven't spoken about it at all yet. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna get into some more Steam Deck news here, including uh, the release of Proton 8.0 in just a second. But before that, let me remind you that this episode of the Steam Deck podcast is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of April. They are, of course, Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valenz, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hasmeyer, aka Sobi, Snackigo, Ty the Dude, and Wakahula. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com/slash/FlipScreenGames. Y'all the reals to the real, and we greatly appreciate your support of this and all of our sister shows. If you want to be just like them and go and show your support or just get involved in the community however you want to, head over to flipscreen.games. That's our website. You can find links to the Patreon, our Discord, where the conversation keeps rolling between episodes, or you can write into the show and get your thoughts right on the air uh, during one of our uh, question block segments. However you choose to get involved, we really appreciate it. And uh, we thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Steam Deck Podcast. Like I said, we've got a lot more show ahead of us, but before that, let me give you a word from our sponsors over at Manscaped. Support for the Steam Deck Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your brand new goodies. Join the over 7 million men and roughly 14 million balls worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for our listeners. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code STEAMDECK at manscaped.com. We've all been there. You've got a big date coming up and you want your balls feeling as fresh and aerodynamic as possible. With my old buzzer, I was only one slip of the hand away from disaster. Now, thanks to Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0, I can keep my downstairs hairs neat and tidy without fear. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and even has a 4000K LED spotlight for when you need a more precise shave. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping today with the code STEAMDECK when you check out at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code STEAMDECK. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And we're back. Steve, Proton 8.0, it is here. What what does this mean? Why? Because obviously, I've got, I know... We've got a long list of new games that are, are newly playable thanks to this update, which I think yeah. is very cool. 
What? Give me the why, though. What is it about this update that makes all of these more playable? There's no real reason. The reason it's 8.0 is because they use what's called semantic versioning, which in programming is just a way that they number things. So version 8 is a major version. That means it's a breaking change. And the breaking change with version 8 is it requires a GPU that supports Vulkan 1.3. And so because of that, they've gone ahead and said, this is now version 8.0. But it is still a pretty big release. It supports a bunch of uh, bunch of games. We've obviously got some big hitters in here, like Forspoken, Dead Space, uh, Nio 2, and Disney Dreamlight Valley. The Witcher 3 is on here, as well as a bunch of other games. And we'll put the link to the uh, the full change log down in the description. Can you refresh um, my memory on this so one? Some was, other Witcher 3, as well. was Witcher 3 already playable, and then it was made unplayable by the update, and now it's getting re-added? Is that, that's what happened, right? As far as I'm aware, yeah, it got made uh, unplayable by the uh, uh, the next gen update, I think they called it, and it was then only playable on Proton Hotfix. It's now being rolled into Proton Stable again, so Proton 8.0 can now play the game. There are still a bunch of games you will need Proton Experimental or Proton Hotfix for. Still, The Last of Us is one of them. Minecraft Legends, which came out this weekend, didn't work on Proton 8 as a Hotfix patch. And Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, and like some of the newer releases, but there are a bunch of others as well. Can we can we talk about this one? Um, there's a fix to Poo Shooter Toilet Invaders, uh, where it used to start to a black screen. That's been fixed, thank God. Yeah, really, really necessary fix, but uh, really important. A, a couple of other, <laughs> a couple of other things I want to specifically call out: uh, fix the Epic Online Services failing to update for Fall Guys Return on other games. So if you install games from Epic Game Store and you were trying to play Fall Guys, it might not have worked for you before. Go give it a try with Proton 8. Um, you may have better luck. Um, and then there's a couple of other smaller fixes specifically for the Steam Deck, like Tiny Tina's Wonderland. They've improved the sleep resume functionality and a Plague Tale Innocence. Um, it showed the on-screen keyboard when starting the game and you had to close it manually, but they fixed that. They fixed the 2K launcher too. It looks like there was a an, an update to the launcher that was cr- causing a a failure, and they they got an update to that as well. So that's I'm really cool. sick of these launchers at this point. Like the EA launcher screwed everyone over as well. I didn't know it existed. I played the game. I played uh, sorry, I should just said the game. End of the thought train. There. I played Bioshock Infinite on the Steam Deck. That's where I started playing it on the Steam Deck, and I was like, oh, this is this is fine, cool. Loaded on the PC, and I was like, why am I having these weird issues? And it turns out there was just a launcher sitting in the background that I didn't know existed that just installed itself while I was installing the game that wasn't there before. And it was just sitting behind the main window, and I couldn't click on anything because that was the main focus. I was like, what's happened here? Where did that come from? Where has this 2K launcher appeared from? It's oh. awful. I really wish that like Valve would just be like, no, you're not having that. Yeah. Didn't, that, didn't the 2K launcher break... I feel like that messed up uh, Marvel Midnight Suns too at launch, wasn't there? I think there was a I think there was a fatal error in that as well. I can uh, believe that. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. <laughs> Probably then <Okay>. got <laughs> fixed in in Hotfix or in Experimental and is now being rolled into Proton Stable, um, which would make sense if they fixed the failure. Yeah, it's pretty good though. I mean, it's uh, like it's very cool. Um, it's it's always really wild to me to just think about how much of the Steam Deck's functionality uh, is 
like comes from the community right and that like proton makes so many of these games playable is just like insane yeah i mean outside of um steam deck as well i mean this, this obviously supports linux you can play any any of these games on on linux but they've just uh enabled the nvidia api um on a bunch of games as well in proton 8 so if you have an nvidia gpu you'll now get dlss in a bunch of games some nice. really big games that's like awesome. a, Ghostwire Tokyo, God of War, Hellblade Senders, Sacrifice, Hitman, all of those games, like and a bunch more. Go check out the list over on um, GitHub. We'll post the link. But um, your best thing to do is update Proton. It'll automatically do it if you, when you open Steam. But if it doesn't, search for Proton on the Steam uh, store and download Proton 8 and just try the games that potentially weren't working before and now could be working. Yeah, very exciting. Are there any games on this list that you wanted to play that you're like excited to try on Steam Deck now? I wanted to play Dead Space, but I think Max told me there were some problems with it, so he was just playing uh, on PC. No, no, no. I, the problems I were having was on PC. Uh, I actually don't know how it runs Steam Deck at all. Uh, I just lost sound on PC for some reason. I just had the headphones in, um, but I, I think it works now. I think it's. I think. I mean, this the fact they've done this. Uh, the the They've done this, sorry, my head's got all messy. Uh, the fact they've done this uh, and included Dead Space in it must mean that it is better. It's playable now, right? Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah that probably be, worth that, giving that it would a be my guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think especially if you owned it and you had problems with it, this is definitely the time I would check it out again because, you know, maybe, maybe now it's going gonna, it's gonna to work a little bit better for you. Mm-hmm. I like the thought that someone at Steam uh, was working on proton and they were like spending a lot of time and a lot of effort getting checks quest hd to work like the breakfast cereal <laughs> game and they someone, were like having late is, nights someone specifically uh posted a a, a bug report for that over on on github so oh really look at it. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably yeah they're, they're probably someone like pulling like oh where are you kids are crying they miss you it's like i've got to get <laughs> checks quest to work on the steam deck i'll be back in, i'll be back when i'm home i'll be home when i'm done these these folks are the real heroes, honestly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like I truly believe that. Like it's just just an insane <laughs> amount of work to for something that it's like did any, is any, did anyone even ask for this? I don't know, but you made it possible. And like just it's such a dedication to be like <laughs> everything's going to run on this fucking thing. All right? That is what we are here to do. And I just I love it. And I mean not yeah, even just see, obviously I, the Steam Deck but you know the OS in general. Linux in general. Yeah. I you know I think uh, the thing for me is when there's just that there's like an issue and it's fixed within hours at the most. You know, we saw that this weekend with Minecraft Legends. It was released, it was broken on the Friday by the time I woke up on the Saturday. I saw um Plagman posting about it on Twitter that there was a, a hotfix patch and it now works. It's like we got it. We got like, it. Oh great, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very nice. Um, so yeah, definitely um make sure you go check the link below. Um we'll have uh, a link to the GitHub where you can check out like the entire change log um for any of the additional info. But yeah, see if there's any games that you were looking to play um that are available now because there's quite a few added uh added to the old list and um, you know, knowing these folks, there'll be another update soon. So whatever game you're waiting for, hopefully it'll be uh, available in 9.0. <laughs> sure. So uh, before we close it out today, we've got a couple uh, questions in the question block. Remember, if you want to write in and get your thoughts right on the air or ask us a question for the question block, you can write into us at questions at flipscreen.games or head over flipscreen.games and join our Discord. 
Uh, this one comes from Paca, Pacamara, who wrote in uh, with a follow-up to last week's question about how we hold the controllers. And uh, Pac said, personally, I map L1, R1 to L2 and R2, and L2, R2 to L3 and R3, so the, like, sticks, right, the stick buttons, um, for each game. My fingers just naturally rest on the L2, R2, and L3, uh, R3 buttons, so it's perfect. I have big hands, by the way. I do wish Valve would add an option to map those buttons across the system instead of having to do it per game. If anyone knows how to do this, let me know. How how That's insane to me? Like I well, didn't even clock that it was the sticks. I, are yeah. you sure it's the sticks that you mean, Pacamara, not the buttons on L3 the back? Three or three? That's that's what that means, right? Am I yeah. crazy? So I think that is no, no, no that's always... right because then it's four and five on the back. Because it's four and five on the back. Yeah, you're one hundred percent right. I, f- I really I hope I, I lose, hope they've made a mistake. You because, lose like, the analog lose, as well yeah, from like, lose, the triggers. Yeah, yeah I mean, Crazy. I I don't I don't understand it, but I respect it. You know, whatever works for you, Pack. I mean, <laughs> like imagine like aiming down and then like wanting to come out of aiming, and you you have to hold the left sorry hold the right stick in. While you're to, aiming. to to aim and then and then you aim with it pushed in and then you if, if you like oh just it's I funny though I think that actually this. used to be, now I'm thinking about that I feel like I remember I feel like I remember a shooter where that was the case where you had oh, to you click held and in this it was like old it was like prior to like modern aiming but I'm wondering if that plays an element where like uh, didn't didn't L3 only come in the PS3 though I'm pretty sure L3 no that's been that no it came out on the PS1 one. did it. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll say this. It came in at the end of the PS1 generation because, like, Ape Escape is a PS1 exclusive that requires analog sticks to be played, so you needed to get the original DualShock. But then the DualShock 2, which the PlayStation 2 controller, that had it on every uh, unit, had the sticks. And they no, were no, clickable. the sticks. I mean, the, the clickable sticks. Okay, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, they were clickable. Right, all right. Okay, fine. I don't. I can't say if they were on the original DualShock, but they definitely were on the two. No, they were. They were. Because you could it's use been... a DualShock on a on a PlayStation. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I remember doing that to play that game because I didn't have an original DualShock. Um, yeah, I mean that's very interesting to me. I I can't imagine playing that way, but it's also like I can't imagine playing the way we talked about last week. So I mean, I think it's just always interesting to like hear the different nuances different of like, how people for like to folks, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I. I just want to add, though, I did respond to Pakamura on um, on uh, Discord. You can map, you well, you sort of can map it for every game. It's not like, say, on um, the PlayStation or on Xbox or on Switch. But what I do, because I have, um, I, I like to, rather than enabling gyro whenever I'm resting on the sticks, I like to enable gyro when I'm holding down the left trigger so I can use it in shooters. And only when I'm holding down the left trigger. So I've got a modification. Um, I think they call them layers. And when I hold that down, it enables gyro. And I've just created my own layout. And I've saved that as a template. And then every game I go into, I just set that as the template. It's literally just a modification of the game controller template that Valve ships with the Steam Deck. And all I've done is I've added that on. So you could take the existing game controller layout, make your modifications, save it as your own layout, and you can then use that across every single game that you want. You just then select it whenever you go into the game. 
and then it saves the saves it anyway. It's a pain, you're only, but you'll only have to set it up once. You won't have to then go in and configure every single yeah game for every play. single game. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like worth doing. It sounds like Steam should ask you every time you make these insane changes. They should go, are you sure? Like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do that? This isn't a mistake or a prank. Like, no one's got a gun to your head. Are you sure about this? If yeah, it works uh, for you, you check the date. You. It's not April first. Are you sure yeah. this is what you want to do? <laughs> yeah, like who has your Steam Deck? Blink twice. <laughs> like, we need to scan your fingerprint so we can prove that someone isn't trying yeah. to tamper with your mm-hmm. Steam Deck. <laughs> all right this next question comes from stevie yaki who wrote in and said have you tried the flick aiming with the gyro i've heard good things about it uh i briefly tried it but i couldn't get to grips with it within like the two seconds i tried what does and this I mean like, sorry i want to play games so I'm, i didn't bother but i kind of want to go back but what does so it essentially mean? this is um this was a, a on the original steam controller that the majority of movements are done with gyro, and then you can quickly flick the stick or quickly flick your finger across the trackpad, and it's like it'll make quick movements. So you can you can you do the fine movements and then quickly move around as if you're moving a mouse really fast, and then okay. if you're moving a mouse slowly, that is replicated with gyro. But I, I so not in the same that. way that like Splatoon has, you know, you do your main movement with your stick and then you do like your fine tuning with the gyro not not like that no it's it's specifically you flick the stick and that is like very broad movements as if you're moving a mouse really quickly and then the fine movements that you would do like just tiny little movements on the mouse that's done with the gyro uh then my answer to this is no uh obviously (laughs) yeah i i don't like gyro controls i just don't um i remember i told this story I think on the flip screen games podcast before this show existed, um, when I first got my steam deck, like one of the first games I booted up was uh, left for dead Two Cause I wanted to play something that I was familiar with and that I, I would be able to like, you know, get a sense for how it felt. And, um, I like, I didn't realize that there was the gyro thing where whenever you had your thumbs on the sticks, the gyro would get activated. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why does the camera keep jerking? Like, cause it was like, I was like sitting like arched forward, like leaning on my, you know, on my legs or whatever. And it was just like the tiny little micro movements in my hands were, you know, like shaking the screen. Yeah. And I was like, I, what is happening? <laughs> you could make that more, uh, more granular and fine, but that's why I specifically put gyro when I hold down the left trigger, you know, the game that, that makes a lot of me. sense. Yeah. Because it's like you're there, you're already zoomed in, you've made like the movement anyway, and then you're just like making a fine correction. The game that converted me to that way of playing was Horizon Forbidden West, because they have that as an option in the settings of that game. You can go and turn on gyro controls, and it works in that very same way that you hold down the left trigger, and then you, you can then make the fine corrections as you pull the right trigger to fire the arrow. Yeah, and like I remember messing around with that when like they're like oh hey like here's how you can do it right and it's like ah i'm good you know i think i'm good (laughs) i just Mm -hmm. i feel like so clumsy with gyro controls you know like i'm just like ah like it very much takes me out of the moment of like aiming and i'm like i feel like i'm like very aware that i'm like a fucking dork like holding a controller trying to be like you know it's (laughs) reminds me of like uh like all of the gyro um what are they called? The uh, little the, the 
little puzzles in Breath of the Wild. I can't think of what the good. Oh is. yeah, yeah, the gyro shrime puzzles. Yeah, the shrines. Like yeah, yeah. Those. And like oh, every one of those, I would just like recently. just oh. shake my switch until it was done. You know, it's like just there shake it until the ball gets where in there. You could just turn your controller upside down, and then the other side was a flat surface, and the ball would just roll across it. Yep, and that was that was such a smart puzzle. I hated it, but I did it the other day, and then and then. But the, what I liked about that was the second puzzle of there's a chest on there and you have to set it in the right position so that you could then go and climb into the maze and run around the maze as as Link. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> well, speaking of good stuff, all good things must come to an end, just like this episode of the Steam Deck Podcast. Uh, but we had some fun today. Thank you guys for tuning in for another one. If you want to write in just like Pacamera and Stevie Yaki did uh, to this week's question block, there's a bunch of ways you can hit us up. Don't forget, we've got an email. We've got a Discord. However you want to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. And I do want to just call this out real quick. Uh, we do have a question from one Chidifu uh, who asked us about um, just getting some more game recommendations uh, for Steam Deck. And we have the question. We haven't answered it the last two weeks because we just haven't run out of time in the show. But I promise you, we will get to it next week, and we'll give it a nice chunk of time so you can get I have a nice uh, ready for you. People should write in with their own recommendations. Well, if that you've would got be great. That would be great. Let's have a big recommendation. Half it's the... it's games that run really well on the Steam Deck that would never run on a Nintendo Switch because uh, that's kind of where they've come from. So I'd love to to have like more recommendations of like indie games, games like yeah, Dredge please. that Max recommended. That would be really cool. Let's spend next week or a chunk of next week recommending games that we think that people might not have heard of or played that would run. They could be older games, but also for people to recommend games they might think that we like. We've spoken a great deal on this podcast about games that we yeah. like. Surely people have an idea for our tastes. Maybe there's some games we're not aware of. Let's 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 hear yeah. them. Write in, comment. We'll sort of read some out to you and yeah. And I, the other thing I do want to uh, uh, go for is I want to make sure that we give uh, our selection of like some of the because they do specifically call out, you know, a lot of like indie, more indie focused stuff. But I think there are also a lot of really great big AAA games that run surprisingly well on Steam Deck. Yeah. And I think we can kind of whittle that list down for folks, too, if you're looking for that next game. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll come we'll come with a bunch of our own recommendations. And I'd love to hear from you guys in the audience as well. So make sure you write in. Uh, either questions at flipscreen.games come and join our discord where we've got a steam deck podcast channel where you can come and, and reply uh to the most previous uh or the most recent week's episode and uh and get your thoughts included over there as well so however you choose to write in uh we'd love to hear from you for next week's show so make sure you go and do it remember that's flipscreen.games that's a website where you can find all the links all over the place for how you can support us and get involved in the show and all that good stuff for the crew i've been pete he's been steve and he's been max all the way over there Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the Team Deck Podcast. We'll see you next week, babies.